Today's podcast is sponsored by Wonderful Pistachios, where delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts out there, and each one-ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. It is no secret how much I love pistachios. I love pistachios. It is part of my identity, and honestly, there are so many fantastic flavors. My personal favorite is the wonderful pistachios no salt. It has a little blue emblem on it for the bag. So delicious. I know others love the roasted and salted, even lightly salted. There's a sweet chili that's good, a salt and pepper. There are so many options, and you can have them in the shell or no shell. Cracking each pistachio open one at a time? Yes, wonderful pistachios is the only exception I make for playing with my food. It is fun and protein all in one bite. Go ahead and visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more or pick up a bag at your local store. Let's get to cracking and let's get to snacking. Welcome to the Fun and Games Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Lupton, and let the games begin. What is up, you guys? I am so excited to be here with you right now for our second episode of the Fun and Gains podcast. When I announced this, oh my gosh, you guys, I I seriously just love you so much. I can't believe the reaction that I got when I announced this. I thought, okay, nobody's going to be excited. Like I said before, everybody thought I was like a Gymshark club and we're so excited about that. And I'm like, Ugh, people are going to think it's so lame that I'm starting a podcast. Nobody's going to listen to this. But I am dumbfounded by your support and your love. This is something that was really scary for me, and I don't know why. I was so terrified to start a podcast because there is no buffer between you and me. This is so personal, and there's nothing to hide behind. Whereas with YouTube, there's still nothing to really hide behind, but it can definitely be more creative and I can do more visual editing and that's really what I love to do. I love to create. I just love that whole process. But with podcasting, it's seriously you and me in a room chatting. I don't know why that seems so intimidating, but for whatever reason, it is to me. And so to know that this was received so well, something that I was so scared to do, I just like, I cannot thank you enough for your support. Seriously, like I cannot thank you. And I'm almost kicking myself that I didn't start this sooner. I was definitely too scared and I've had all this equipment for so long. And I just, seriously, I'm just happy that I'm doing it and that you guys were so supportive and loving when I announced it. So huge thank you to you. I cannot wait to see where this takes us. And I've already gotten a lot of submissions for topic episodes that you guys want to hear about. So I am very excited and I will slowly work on that list. So every new Wednesday, you'll have a new topic or a new guest. Anyways, I wanted to do a little weekly recap of everything that's been going on. I feel like this might be fun every week just to kind of touch base with you and say, okay, well, this is what's happening in my life, what's happening in yours. Pretty much this last week has been all about this podcast, to be honest. I've been working so hard getting this done. I have two more projects in the pipeline that you will be seeing by the end of the year, which I'm very excited about. One will be this month of November, and I think the other one will be early December. So I am so excited. Stay tuned for those other secret projects. But honestly, the podcast has been like the main of my focus right now and where all of my time has been going. 
Something else is we're planning Vinny's second birthday party. We're really excited about that. He is so big and he's learning a bunch of words and he is talking so much. Like he only knows, I don't know, like 20, 30 words or something and he'll just say them in a sentence to hear himself talk. But he just thinks he knows exactly what he's talking about and he says it with such assurance and he's like pointing to the door and I'm like, you want to go outside to the park, but you said mama data up. Okay, let's go. That's pretty much our update. We did go to the big Michigan, Michigan State game. That was wild. Darren and I went to a tailgate. His College of Nursing put one on and it was so fun to go. I love all of Darian's classmates. I just... I love his program. Like, I feel like I'm almost in the program. Like, I'm not, but I feel like I am. I don't know. I just, it makes me so happy that he's found a school that is so perfect for what we both need, and he's just excelling. So, that was really fun. We got to go to that game. And then it was Halloween weekend. We did like a little trunk or treat. We bought Vinny like a little Dalmatian costume, which he did not want to wear. And I'm not going to make him wear a costume he doesn't want to wear. So I just put him in some jammies that had skeletons on them. My mom sent him these and they're really cute. So I was like, we'll go with skeletons. It's like 10 minutes and we have to leave, but I'm like cutting bones out of paper. And I'm like, yeah, this is great, Darian. We'll just tape these bones to our all black outfit and call it a skeleton that works. So (laughs) we didn't really do too much for Halloween, but you know, we played our part. We tried. Vinny had a fun time. It's always cute. It's always fun watching him experience new things for the first time. And honestly, I feel like that's a pretty good weekly recap. So without further ado, let me introduce today's guest. I was sneaky. I did a little sneak attack on you guys and I said, hey, who are some of your favorite influencers? And I got a huge list of answers and I was sitting there and I was thinking, who should the first guest be? And since I'm still pretty new to podcasting, I was like, I want somebody who I'm going to feel really comfortable around where if I have technical issues, they're not going to care. Somebody who is so just nice and down to earth and exciting and somebody really fun to talk to. So I'm so excited that Savannah Wright is on this podcast. Savannah and I first met a couple years ago. We actually met up when she was in Arizona visiting her family and I was living there still. When I moved to California, we also met up and that was just another fun time to be able to see her. We walked around Huntington Beach. We got tacos with her fiance, Michael, and you know, Darian and Vinny were there. So that was also really, really fun. And most recently, we were hanging out in LA at the first Gymshark pop-up together. So Sav and I have definitely had a bunch of conversations together and I really look up to her. She is so sweet and she's just somebody who is so down to earth and I thought that she'd be a great guest for this podcast. So we're going to go ahead and roll in to our podcast together. I hope you guys enjoy listening to it. I'm so happy you're my first guest. Thank you so much for coming on. You were just so honored that you asked me, ma'am. Um, of course, of course. It wouldn't be anybody else. I'm so excited. Oh, shucks. <gasps> me too. Okay. So Savvy and I were just chatting beforehand about pretty much just catching up on life. And it was really, really fun. And I really just wanted you on this podcast because I feel like your story can relate to so many different people in so many different ways, because you're kind of in a bunch of different situations right now where you've been moving a lot. There's not always a bunch of consistency. So I feel like 
I just, I'm very excited to dive in, but I want to start out with first, like, how did your like fitness journey start? Or I wouldn't even call it fitness journey. I kind of like hate that word because it's really like your first awakening to when did you want to start living kind of a healthier life? And I don't know, just how did it begin? Let us know. Yeah. All right. I'll dive in. So I'm from Seattle, grew up in Seattle and, you know, run of the mill, played volleyball, did gymnastics. Um, my parents were bodybuilders. So I understood that health was important, what? but they, they were bodybuilders. And I was like, I wasn't even born. Like they met because my dad was a trainer and then they would do competitions, um, in like Spokane, Washington together, like in their twenties. But they just always were workout fiends because of it. So I always knew it was important to take care of your body. Um, but after volleyball, you know, I feel like a lot of people play sports in high school and then they may not want to play in college and you're used to exercising. And then all of a sudden you're on your own and you're like, wait, like I'm gaining weight or I feel lethargic, but like, I don't know what to do because I never actually learned how to properly exercise. So I kind of graduated college. Um, and I had gained a lot of weight because of that. Those four years, I didn't really know how to work out. Like I had just done sports all my life. So then I moved to California with my fiance, Michael, and I didn't know a single soul. So I just knew I wanted to get to California. I wanted the sunshine. I was tired of the rain. I got there. I had no friends. I worked a remote job and I was like, hmm, well, I need a hobby. So I was like, I've not, I always like am intrigued in fitness. And I was always frustrated with myself that I was like, not liking how my body looked. And so I thought, well, why not try and pick that up as a hobby and work out? So I started working out and I wasn't seeing results at first. And I was like, what the heck am I doing wrong? So I really just like swallowed my pride of like what I thought exercise should be instead of like me being on the elliptical for 30 minutes and then doing abs. Like I thought, you know, like, I just thought that's what you did. Um, I actually started researching like lifting weights. I researched how to count macros. Um, I just started reaching, researching alternatives that I wouldn't have even thought myself and started applying them to my lifestyle. I started eating more of like a whole, whole foods based diet. And like, cause my stomach, I was always having issues. It was really like hindering me. So I learned like what worked for my gut, and I just learned all these ins and outs. I became like so fascinated. I listened to a million podcasts, watch a million YouTubers on like, you know, how to better me and like, not even to like look good, but just feel good. I was just tired of feeling lethargic all the time and just not feeling my best. Like I did back when I played volleyball. So then that's kind of how I got into it. I started seeing results after six months. And then, um, you know, some girls would see me on my stories, like some girls from my sorority and say, Hey, what'd you do differently? And I was like, Oh, you know, I started lifting weights I started, you know, being more intentional with my carbs and my proteins. And they're like, wow, you should post about it. And that's kind of how I fell into it. I love that. First of all, the fact that your parents were bodybuilders, I love that. That is so cool. I had no idea. That is so yeah. cool. Isn't it crazy? Mm -hmm. I think my mom only competed once or twice. Um, she didn't love it. She looks great though. Like, I mean, she looks great now, but the pictures of her, I'm like, mom, what a fox. And then my dad too. I think he, he might have won a couple competitions, um, but he's still to this day, like him and I love to work out. He's always showing me like, you know, new techniques or something. Like you can tell he just, he loves fitness as well. I love that. I also love what you said about, you know, when you graduate from 
high school. And if you're not playing a sport in college and you've done sports in high school, you kind of drop off and you're like, I don't know what to do. So it's kind of this like internal battle where a lot of us have to figure out, okay, we were active before we're not anymore. What is kind of that new experience and that new journey of finding exercises and everything that we like to do. So I totally relate to you on that. Cause that's kind of how mine started too. I would do like old track and cheer workouts and yeah, that's like, that's like all, you know what to do until you start figuring out other things and exploring. So yeah, yeah I'm like seeing what makes you feel good. And cause yeah, I mean, I played a sport that required a ton of people like mm-hmm. volleyball and I couldn't always have some buddies play with me. So I had to learn on my own, like, okay, like how do you get your endorphins going? Like, like, what do you love to do? You know? And I still love playing beach volleyball. I still do it, but now I've kind of transferred it into the gym of like, I love running. I love doing hit classes. Like I still love those like crazy adrenaline, like pumping mm-hmm. kind of things. Yeah. I love that. I think that's something so many of us can totally relate to. So do you think that you made any mistakes along the way? I know I have, but kind of what are some things that maybe, of course, we're always like learning right along the way, but what are some things that you're like, Hmm, that would have been really valuable to know or yeah. Let me know. Let us yes. into Sav's brain. I love that question, Britt. So I felt like one of the biggest mistakes I made <clears throat> for myself was I was so unrealistic with my goals at first, with my ideal body image that I wanted. Like <clears throat> I wasn't even like, you know, picturing um, women that even look like me. Like I have bigger thighs that is in my genetics, like all these different kinds of things. But instead I was looking at these women that are really tall and lengthy. And like, I just think it really hindered me mentally because I couldn't get there genetically. So I think that was a big mistake was I wasn't realistic with that. Like, Hey, you need to learn to love your body. You need to learn to love your curves and like how to adapt to that. Like, what can you do? Like I love now making my legs strong, but I know for a really long time I battled myself with that. And I think a lot of women do that is we see these models and you just think like, Oh, how do I get that way? And sometimes genetically you cannot. And even like with goals, you know, like sometimes I would go through these phases of having these insane goals that I wouldn't be able to reach like this crazy amount of weight or to be at some point or even like mileage when I'm running and I'm like, realistically I'm injured or I I just can't get there. You know? Yeah. I feel like whenever I set for these realistic expectations and then I don't meet them, I get so down in the head and I'm like, wait, why can't I do that? What's wrong with me? And it's kind of like a negative spiral where I like agree with you on setting realistic expectations and goals of something that, you know, you can still push yourself, but some of them are like absolutely ridiculous. And I'm like, that that's not going to happen. Like, especially with genetics, it's like, you can't fight some of this stuff and there's no point to go there mentally of beating yourself up with those things. So dude, I, I totally feel you on that for real. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So a little bit about your life right now, Sav, you're kind of in a little bit of a pickle, right? You're moving. Have you, you've announced where you're moving to, right? Yeah. Yeah. I finally did. I didn't mean to like wait for so long. Mm-hmm. Like you knew about it. Like, <laughs> you know, people knew, but like, I just, it was so funny because people are like, wait, where are you moving to? And then it would drive them nuts. And mm-hmm. I just was like, wait, 
fun. I like surprises. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I finally revealed it this week. I'm moving to Puerto Rico. Like I've moved from Seattle to California, not knowing anybody from California to Miami, not knowing anybody. And now Miami to Puerto Rico. So, you know, it's a roller coaster, but honestly, like that's something I've always really wanted to do in my life is like live all over and experience new things, new cultures. And like when the opportunity presents it, I'm like, I I need to go. Like I need to get out of my comfort zone. I need to grow. And like, luckily I have a partner that he's like, absolutely. That's what I want as well. Yeah. What are some like hard parts about moving specifically, like trying to keep a routine and trying to adapt to all of that change? How are you like handling that? Do you have any like tips or advice? Because I feel like a lot of people are moving or are in the same situation where there's, it's really hard to kind of create a routine out of chaos. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was really hard for me to move from California to Miami because it was the longest I'd been somewhere. Like, I mean, you get it. Like you have moved all over as well. And so once you get comfortable and you have your friends and your life and your routine, and then you get like picked up from it and you're thrown mm-hmm. into a new city, kind of like, what's my purpose here? Like, I don't know how to get into this groove. Like I, it's new people. I have to find a new gym, a new routine. Like how do I want to wake up the time difference? Um, so that was really hard at first. And I think like the most helpful part for me was I would call my friends or I would, I would just like certain parts of the day that would just kind of like cheer me up or even hearing you talk. Remember you talked on your stories about how much like you were having a hard time adjusting from Arizona to Michigan. Cause you had been in Arizona so long and it's like quite a drastic change in like seasons. So even that like, didn't make me feel alone. I remember I texted you being like, girl, I'm right here with you. Yeah. Um, so I think that was like helpful is to find somebody that was like relatable on it. Um, and then as soon as possible, I try to create a routine for myself because I don't like the chaos. So, you know, I found a new gym within that week that I moved here. I got my office set up. I wrote out goals that I wanted, like, okay, I don't know anybody in Miami. I have a lot more free time. What can I get done? Like, I love working on my content. Like what else can I do? You know? So to like, give me something to look forward to and like work on, I think really helps. And just like, sit in it with yourself because for a long time I had just always seen my friends, like all my friends in Huntington, I was a very social girl. And then I went to only having Michael and I was like, well, what do I do? <laughs> like, I guess I'll go for a walk by myself every day, all day. So I just kind of learned to like, like hang out with myself, which I think is important. You know, as you get into like adulthood, you don't really realize, oh, Hey, I haven't crossed this barrier yet. You know? Oh. Yes. The dreaded barrier of, do I actually like myself? Do I actually like when it's quiet, what I'm thinking and how I feel about myself? No, seriously. Like I agree though. Like when you move somewhere new, you're so by yourself, it almost makes you closer to the person you're with because you're kind of all you have. And that's who you're spending all of your time with. Like, that's why I was super close to my family growing up and close with Darian because we move all the time. But also as soon as I move somewhere, finding that routine is so crucial. Like it always takes me longer than I want to. And I always need to be a little bit more patient with myself, especially because now I have Vinny, I have a son. So it's harder to find a routine for both of us, but it is such a lifesaver. I feel like, because you start feeling normal again of, 
okay, I've got my normal spots, my grocery store, the gym, and the gym's always like a constant for you and me. And probably for a lot of listeners, the gym is a place where, you know, it's a little bit comfortable. It's safe for us. And so we really want to just find that place that we fit in. I feel like the gym is part of my identity now. Like, (laughs) I don't know, like I love it so much, but also going to a new gym is terrifying. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've experienced this, but oh my gosh, I get so scared. It's like, it takes me like three or four weeks to get used to a new gym because you got to see your regulars. You've got to get a lay of the Mm -hmm. land, like feel how the vibes are. And I always test out like multiple gyms before I even sign up, especially because I have to film, like I have to make sure, you know, I just don't want to like get in people's way. So I like to see like what the crowds are at certain times, but yeah, I mean, do you experience that too? Do you get gym intimidation when you go to a new gym? Because I, it stresses me out. (laughs) Oh, all the time. Like in California, I remember I hopped around a couple different gyms and I was like, there were some that there was just like bad vibes or you could just see everyone staring or Mm -hmm. I don't don't know. It would give me the ick almost. And I would be like, okay, it's not for me. Um, And so when I came to Miami, I don't have a car. So I was like, I don't really have a lot of choices. We have the apartment gym, which is awesome. Um, but I've wanted like more of a community of like people that like want to take classes and that kind of stuff, a bit more like equipment. So I ended up finding a gym that was a five minute walk from me. And I was nervous because I was like, if I don't like this, there, there's not a lot of options, you know? Um, and I was so fortunate. Like, I don't know why, but this gym made me feel right at home. Yay. And like, I never get those bad vibes there. And it's funny because it's like, 90% men that work out there. And they, that usually i like feel intimidated. Like, don't get me wrong. Sometimes I do feel really intimidated, but for the most part, they're all very friendly and respectful of space. And they're not, you know, like, it's so nice. I don't know what it is, but it, it's like their buddies. Um, and then a lot of the girls take the classes. So then I'll go and take like spin classes. I'll do like fun ones, like Pilates. And then I get to meet some girls that way too. Um, so I'll definitely miss my gym here, but yeah, the first like couple weeks, you're like, oh my gosh, like you don't know where anything is. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I have to like YouTube them. Cause I'm like, wait, I've never seen it this way. You know? Yes. Yeah, so I, I feel like anyone that like is a, I don't, I've never met anyone that's like a pro at the gym and just automatically is like, oh yeah, I know what I'm doing. Oh yeah. No, like the first couple of times I'm new at a gym, I'm like walking in and out of like every room, like trying to scout. And I probably look like an idiot. Cause I'm like squinting. I don't know why, like I wear contacts, but I feel like I have bad eyesight sometimes. So I'm like squinting around the, the gym. Like, okay, wait, where was that machine? Or like, you know, you're kind of like talking to yourself like, oh, they don't have this machine and all, oh, you know, but the, my gym actually yeah. has pretty much everything, but I feel like I look so ridiculous when I'm new at a gym. I'm like, people probably think I'm such a loser but it is what it is oh, like you just I can't, can't care totally yeah I'll do like a class and then I'll do weightlifting so I will be that person that like comes back in the evening and I'm like <laughs> oh my goodness I look like I have no life I clearly don't <laughs> like I'm like yeah. this just makes me happy you're totally right though it is like it's my only like safe space here that mm-hmm. I'm like I can do whatever I want like I can run as much as I want or I can lift if I want like it's just everyone's doing the same thing there. Mm-hmm. They are just focusing on themselves. And I love that. And it's just like positive energy. Yeah. And I feel like that's, what's so nice about the gym for the most part, everybody there's like trying to work on themselves. A lot of people are there 
for a form of therapy. Like it just makes us feel so much better. So yes, having that constant is always so nice. I feel like, I don't know if I were to give like one tip of finding a routine, I feel like having the gym is probably my number one tip, but do you have any other, like when you're creating a routine other than it probably being like really true to who you are so that it's actually sustainable and real realistic, what would kind of be your tip for creating a routine? I feel like a morning routine because mm-hmm. I'm a big advocate on like how you start and end your days. And I like want to end my days relaxed and I want to start them with like nothing but positive energy. Like through the years, I've just learned like what to do and what not to do. Like I used to go on my phone right away. Mm-hmm. And if you see something negative, it puts you in a bad mood. Yes. And, or maybe you have a million emails or texts or a lot to do and you just get overwhelmed and you almost get like immediate headache. So now like I'll wake up, I'll take my time, like maybe snooze it a couple times. And then <laughs> I'll like go sit out on my balcony, play like a five minute morning meditation while Bentley's hanging out with me, my dog. And then I'll like kind of just wake up with the sun. Like I love the sunrises, get coffee. Michael and I will take Bentley for a walk. We'll hang out like before I really touch my phone. If it's like immediate, then of course I'll respond to somebody, but just to like not, not let others opinions or even thoughts or what's going on in the world affect how you start your day in the present, I guess. Like that is like the biggest thing for me with routines is how are you starting your mornings? Like, how are you leveling up? 100%. I could not relate or I could not agree more with you because I'm a huge morning and night routine. And I'm glad you just answered what your morning routine is. Cause I was going to ask you, but I totally agree. I feel like we have to fuel ourselves up and we have to make sure we're in a good mental space before we take on a day. And I feel like, especially with social media, where there's so much negativity and there's so much coming at all of us all the time being bombarded, being able to like fill up our cup first and feel ready for the day, having quiet moments and like being mentally stable. I'll say like in a good headspace to start. I love that. I also don't touch my phone for quite some time, unless if I'm like strictly working on content. So yeah, I love that. What about your next? Oh, you go ahead. So good though. Well, you're just so good at like shutting off, you know, like you can be like full time with Vinny or like Sundays you don't touch your phone. And like, I think that's amazing. And I want to get more into that because like a full free day of like not seeing anything else of just like being in the present is amazing. Oh, thanks. Yeah. You should do it. Sundays, everybody let's hop off Sunday family day. I feel like nothing ever happens on Sunday. So I'm like, that's a great day to just like dip. You know what I mean? Bye. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. Do whatever you want. Relax, mm-hmm. watch movies. I don't even know. Oh yeah. It's, float your boat. Yes. Walks, movies, all of the lots of snuggles with Finny, you know, good times. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, what about your nighttime routine? We're talking about morning routines. I just love routines. So tell me what your nighttime routine looks like. Okay. Well, it's, it's not as polished. I'll be quite (laughs) frank, but (laughs) I wish, um, but I do like, I'll put my phone on do not disturb. Like it automatically turns it at like eight o'clock or something like that. Love that. And then, yeah. And like, if there's something I have to check, like texting somebody, then of course I'll check it. But other than that, I don't look at it. Like I will just check off and 
Michael and I are big movie people, like TV shows, but we'll only watch it like after eight or something. Once the sun goes down, I'm like, it's free game. What do you want to watch? Literally same. Okay. I love this. Yeah. I'm like people that don't watch TV. I'm like, I respect that, but I can't relate. Mm -mm, Nope. (laughs) Yeah. Like we've been watching the spy kids recently, but like we watched something like, I know, honestly, I can't, I can't one and three. I need to watch the second one tonight. Let's be real. But like, we just, we watch something that's like not, I can't watch horrific things. Get, I'm so anxious when I do that. So we'll like watch a show, whatever it is, and maybe have a glass of wine, maybe have tea, LaCroix, whatever, anything. And just kind of like unplug, like we always check how each other's day is. Um, when we get ready, you know, a nice little nightly routine with whatever skincare, all that good stuff, hygiene, we love it. Mm-hmm. And then we usually just end the night by like going to bed early. Like, dude, I, there's nothing more than I love is being in bed early where you can like just relax and just hang. And I just don't feel frantic. Like, oh my gosh, I am only going to get seven hours of sleep. But well, I don't know. I think that's an appropriate amount. Say five hours of sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Then it like freaks me out. So I feel like rushed. So I just, I'm a, I'm a gal that goes to bed early. Okay. I'm not afraid to admit it. I love it. You know, I just feel like we're the same person because same, you know, I feel like we both like to wake up early. routine? It's, it's pretty much the same. Like I normally will like unplug and then I'll like do my skincare routine. We usually like, we always have cookies in the freezer. <laughs> I'm exposing myself, but we always cookies. have, yeah, I make, I homemade. Oh my gosh. Wow. I can't talk. I homemade my own cookies and I just like freeze the batter. So we'll put like four on a tray. We each get two, each get a cup of milk and we'll watch a show. And then we like, floss, we like, love it. we like floss, brush our teeth. And then like, we just hang out and it's so nice though, to just like all the lights are off. Like we might have a candle or like our tiny reading lights. Sometimes we'll read, but yeah, it's like so nice at 8 PM. It's like all work is done because Vinny goes to sleep at like seven. So sometimes I have like work things that I need to just like close out. Like, is there anything else or like write my list for the next day? But then, yeah, normally my phone is off at like eight. And then, yeah, we just skincare cookies, a show, Ugh, nothing's better. Like I am like looking for it. Yeah. Yeah. I, How did I not know this? Dude, I literally have a stash of like probably four dozen cookies in my freezer right now. <laughs> like come over. Like, do you do it every night? Yeah. What the heck? Why have I not been part of this? On- <laughs> Honestly, like I just, whenever we're out of cookie dough, I'll just make more and yeah, it's pretty much always in my freezer. I just, we just Dude, pull out like four, two for each of us, like every night. Sometimes it's three, Stop. you know, sometimes it's washed. four, sometimes it's four each. Oh my, that's whoa, a stomach whoa. ache. Bring out the I know. columns. Honestly, it normally does give me a tummy ache if I eat that many, but Darian crushes them. It's so fun, but oh, yeah, it's just so nice to unplug. And I like journal every night too. That's like the last thing we do, but yeah. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. We've been doing, we will, okay. No shame in this. It's, is it a pint? The Ben and Jerry's? I think pint? it's, you know, I used to, <laughs> I used to call it what? a pint. I used to. Oh, what? I haven't taught, I haven't <laughs> I thought you were going to say a gallon. <laughs> I have not said this word since I was like in middle school. I used to call it a pint. <laughs> like a pint. Brittany. It's oh, not, it's a, stop it. and then I was like, well, what is it? A pint? So then I would call it a pint. Oh. I think it's a, 
what what's the actual word now i don't know pint it's a pint okay it's yeah pint, the pint ma'am. like the little thing of ice cream yeah no i yeah <laughs> a pint. i love it no, i love you oh my gosh a pint the pint of Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, my oh my, my brothers. Oh, my brothers. I'd never hear the end of it. A pint, a pint. Oh Come on. Anyways, okay. So yes. Oh, I love pint. it. It's pint. A pint of Ben and Jerry's. Pint. Okay. Yeah. But then I could be saying the wrong thing because I'm like, is it a pint? So oh, we're no. both losing on this. But everybody, <laughs> yeah. if you listen and you eat Ben and Jerry's, it's the size of Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. And Michael we'll literally go on like a Friday night to like, we'll get dinner and then we'll be like, do you want ice cream? And we'll go to like a Publix and I always get fish food, Ben and Jerry's and we'll eat like that. We only do on the weekends because I have no self-control. This is why I don't Mm -hmm. keep junk food around. I'll eat it and eat it and eat it. And I will like pound one of those within like two days. Oh yeah. Three if I'm lucky. Oh yeah. And it's just like, I can't stop. Won't stop. It's so good. But that's, it's so fun. Moderation, everybody. Yeah, moderation, it's balance. So yeah, it's, but it's yeah, so Everyone's fun. at the club in Miami. I'm eating a pint. <laughs> a pint in bed watching a show. It's 8 p.m. and we're living our life. <laughs> I'm eating a pint of ice cream at 8 watching p.m. Watching Spy Kids. <laughs> I'm deceased. I swear we're cool. <laughs> People are like, Brittany, why'd you start a podcast? You're just exposing yourself 24-7. The real us. Here we go. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. This oh. is actually what we talk about. Yes. I know. Really good stuff. All right. Well, what on would be on the daily? What would be one piece of advice you would give your younger self? Oh my gosh. That is so good. And it's hard. Dude, that is so hard. So many, so much. You can what say a bunch too. So um, oh my gosh, I'm really thinking about it. I would probably tell myself in full transparency that like the extremes, at least for me, do not work. That would have saved me a lot of heartache, a lot of trying in the sense of I would go through phases in college of like, oh my God, like I was so harsh on myself and Mm -hmm. I'd be like, I am going to get fit or whatever it meant. I have no idea. And I would go on these extreme, like no carb diets. What did that even mean? Like that literally made no sense. And, or I would like be like, I'm going to work out two hours a day. And it was always these extreme things. And I would burn out within like two days, three days. I'd be like, oh, French fries. All right. And like, that's who I am. I just always want the French fries. And I just think it would have like saved me all of that, like give up and like try again. And like, you're just in this vicious cycle and you're never happy. And it wasn't until I moved to California and I learned like moderation. I learned like what kinds of foods worked for my body. I learned how to work out for my own body, not what other people thought I should be doing kind of thing. Um, Mm -hmm. that's when I really learned, I, I finished that cycle. Like I stopped having that like toxic cycle. So I think that would be the biggest one is I just, I really am sad that I was so extreme and I wish I could like give my baby self a hug and be like, it doesn't have to be that way. You know, this show is sponsored by better help. We all carry a bunch of different stressors. Recently, Darian and I are working through moving, him graduating, taking boards, wrapping up things here in Michigan and our cross country move to Florida. 
like us, I assume that you also probably have a lot of things that are going on in your life and some stressors, whether they are big or small. And oftentimes we can keep them bottled up and then it can start to affect us negatively. But therapy can be a safe place for you to get things off of your chest and try to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, go ahead and give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Brit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Brit. Skincare from the sea. You got that right. I'm introducing you to the brand Osea. If you have not heard of them yet, this company is called OSEA. It stands for Ocean, Sun, Earth, and Atmosphere, and it is an amazing skincare and body care company. This company is vegan and cruelty-free. They're climate-neutral certified and ocean-positive. It is a clean beauty company. It checks all of the boxes. I love these products so much. I actually gave some away to some of you for the local event so that you could try them as well. Some of the favorite ones that I use are the body oil and lotion. And then I also love the hyaluronic serum and the ID puff serum. And every time I use them, I feel so luxurious. They also have a few gift sets that are going on for Mother's Day, which is really fun. They have a glow and go facial set and then a golden glow body set. I'm definitely going to get my mom one of these. I just don't know which yet. So go ahead and treat yourself or your mom to the everyday spa experience that you deserve. Deserve. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code FUNGAINS at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head over to oseamalibu.com and use code FUNGAINS for 10% off. Yeah, I I love that. I just want, I want to give you a big hug because oh, I what? feel like, no, seriously, I feel like that's something that so many people deal with. And they're so confused because I don't know where this came from and I don't know why it's a thing, but health and fitness air quotes is so promoted as like this quick fix starvation, um, like Pilates at not Pilates, sorry, but like (laughs) people are like, no Pilates, Pilates is fine. But like elliptical (laughs) cardio, like, like, you know, like only do cardio and abs. Like, I don't know why that's what it, I don't know why that's so drilled in our brain and diet culture. And I don't know why that side is pushed so hard. I don't know why it's not like, dude, make this a lifestyle. Seriously. Like it's so simple. Find some type of exercise that you enjoy and eat whole foods. Like all of the whole foods have all of the nutrients that your body naturally needs. You don't need supplements if you're eating properly, but it's just, it's hard. And it's something that we all get sucked into because it's just, it's tough, but I just want to give everybody a big hug because it's so relatable and it's so something that I wish that's not how this fitness industry is, but I feel like that's why you've got to have some good people like you and me and a ton of other people who are trying to rewrite that and rewrite that it doesn't have to be that way. This truly is about a lifestyle, finding something that makes you happy, finding that balance between health and life. And I just, yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And honestly, anything in life extreme is going to come to an end at some point. So 
it, it is just to find that middle ground that is healthy for you. And yeah, you're totally right. Like one of the big reasons I wanted to get into the fitness influencing, like I, I, you know, we both kind of just like fell into it in the sense of like, we just started posting, but it was because I wished I saw people posting like these kinds of things of like, Hey, it's okay. If you want to take a rest week, a rest month, like Mm -hmm. you don't have to be slaving away all the time. It's okay. If you want to go enjoy drinks with your friends, it's okay. If you want to do whatever, eat whatever, like it's just at the end of the day, it's like, what, what makes you feel good mentally and physically? That's what matters because what makes me feel good probably might not make you feel good or, you know, et cetera. There's no like cookie cutter way of like, this is the only way you can have this. Yeah. No, it's so true. Like there's no perfect picture of health. I feel like it's just so different for everybody and everybody has different goals. And we'll wrap this up in a second, but I like in one of your YouTube videos, you were like, people were shaming others for if, you know, basically people are, would shame people if they're not doing this exact routine or some exact type of workout. Like if you're not lifting weights and in a huge calorie surplus, trying to build and gain for strength, like you're not working out properly. And there's like this weird toxic shame cycle of like how people should be working out. And I know you've kind of mentioned that a little bit on this, but truly like, I want all of you to find what you enjoy and, and do that. Like I love to train for strength. I'm freaking trying to push up some 45s on shoulder press. Does that mean that everybody needs to train the way I train? Absolutely not. I want everybody to be able to know that there's an equal space for you. It's going to look different on everybody because even if we all ate and trained the same because of our genetics, we would look different and that's okay. So find that piece, do that inner work to know that like, find it, find it for you. Yeah. Preach sister friend. I love that. You, you wrap that up so well because you're totally right. So many people like even in this industry think you have, you have to be a certain way and you do not. That is the beauty of it is Mm -hmm. you can be you and you can inspire others in different ways. And that's all that really matters at the end of the day. And you know, like it it is at the end of the day, what you want to do. And like, we train very differently and it doesn't make any of us right or wrong. You know, it just, it is what works for us. And that's why I love. And we come together at the end of the day because we love working on ourselves mentally and physically. That's all that matters. Yes. Yep. I love it. Happy and healthy. I love you. I love you. Big hugs. Well, thank you so much. I know. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. You should come on anytime. Come on again. Always. I hope Um, I require cookies. Yeah. Oh, and I'll a pink. Just, <laughs> <laughs> a pink of my, I'll just ship them to you. Okay. Give me your, um, Puerto okay. Rico. Might get a little melty, but <laughs> <laughs> seriously. Oh, enjoy that Island life. I'm so excited for you, but yeah. Thank you so much for coming Please on. Come visit me, ma'am. I will. I will. We'll come. It's not that far. Yeah. I mean, in it's February across the sea. Yeah. It's going to be cold. Right, you're welcome. Here. Yeah. I'll escape yeah. the winter in Michigan. Bring the I'm fam. Mm-hmm. I have two guest bedrooms. So please come back. <laughs> no, that okay. really, it would, it would be so fun. Well, go ahead. I want everybody on this podcast to go show Sav some love. Go ahead and tell them where they can find you, your Insta channels, oh, you know, YouTube, all that. Well, 
you know, my Instagram is savwright underscore because there's a lot of Savannah rights in the world. So <laughs> she had to add an underscore. Okay. And, um, YouTube, I think it's just Savannah, right? I don't know. Just type me in bro. Yeah. Um, dabbling on TikTok, but, uh, it, I think it's savwright underscore too, you know, just trying to get consistent with these names. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, good. Yeah. Go show her some love and you guys screenshot this episode. If you listen to it, post it on your stories, tag both of us. And we really hope you enjoyed this episode of the Fun and Gains podcast. And Sav, at the end of every episode, we say, let the gain. Oh, wait, no, it's the, we should have said that at the beginning. It's oh, let the have- gains begin. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> it's a test run. It's okay, everybody. everybody well, no, no. <laughs> we'll just say, get out there and get active. There yeah. we go. All well, right. I love it. <laughs> let Thanks the gains you. begin, everybody. <laughs> at the end of the episode. I mean, maybe they're working out at this exact moment. Can yeah, I, let's can you just pump them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the that's it for this episode, though. Thank you so much for watching, and see you or talk to you in the next one. Bye. You are listening to the Fun and Games podcast with your host Brittany Lupton. Thanks for listening to another episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, and we'll see you all next time for some more fun and games. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.